Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Lance, here with my other host, Matt. And today, we have our guest host, Tyler. How are you guys doing? Great to have you back with us. Today's episode is brought to you by The Anime Show. Find a link to their Facebook page in our description of our episode and make sure to give them a follow. The Anime Show is a great source to be caught up on all anime information. We start off each episode with a adult beverage of choice. Today, I am going to be drinking Woodenville Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And I'll be chasing that back with a Kugel's Juicy Peach because Matt wants to get rid of all this stuff because he doesn't like it. <laughs> I'm glad somebody's drinking it at least. Yeah, it's all right. It's not the best. It's just juice plus beer. It's a weird flavor, but it, I can put it down. What about you, Tyler? What are you drinking? I'm drinking Door County Cherry Wheat. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. What do you think? It's all right. It's not bad. A little weedy, but... Yeah, it's a, it's a one-off beer. I'm not drinking a lot of them, but <laughs> one is good. What about you, Matt? What you got? So I am drinking my Journeyman's Distillery Featherbone Whiskey, the special batch. Uh, and because it's a special batch, just trying to savor it. Good good whiskey. And then per usual, I've got a spotted cow because I can't get enough of it. Mm, old reliable right there. Yep. All right. And since we have you talking last, can we get that synopsis out of you? Yeah. For anybody who wasn't paying attention to our title, today we are going to be covering ReZero Season 1. ReZero is about... A boy named Subaru Natsuki who got transported into another world. This world has everything your typical otaku would want, especially when you get isekai'd. Unfortunately for Subaru, his only ability was to return by death, which unfortunately he didn't even find out about until after he died. Sounds like a terrible way to go. And throughout his journey, he meets a silver-haired half-elf named Amelia, who he is trying to return the favor from saving him when he first arrived into this world. Using his return by death, he eventually is able to push back all of his enemies, and that's how we get through this story. It's kind of a crazy concept, and I can't wait to keep watching it. Oh yeah, so much to talk about. Yeah, definitely. But before we get too far, Lance, can you give us that Lance's lesson? Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for sloth, and that is taida. Taida is spelled T-A-I-D-A. Sloth is very appropriate for today's episode because we have one motherfucker who is very crazy, and he is like the archbishop of the witch's cult, and he represents sloth. So Somehow. Somehow. I'm still not entirely sure, but... Yeah, he's a very interesting character. Um, I don't know about, or I mean, if we just let's just jump into some character talk right away. Let's just yeah, yeah, definitely talk about this guy, and his name is Petagius. Betel Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse. Yes, yes. Um, he's fucking weird. Yes. I, like when we first got introduced to him, I was immediately over him. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't want this guy in my life at all. But then you know, well, neither did Subaru. <laughs> right. But Subaru dies a couple times, and he gets reintroduced time and time again. And I'm like, okay, okay, this guy's actually kind of interesting, and he's got that weirdness to him, and now he's starting to grow on me, and I actually started kind of liking him more towards the end. <laughs> he was just a weird character, and, like, I liked the way he was so crazy. And then, like, he'd be given, like, his little speech, and then he'd always end it with, yes! And then, like, that would make me giggle, and... 
I found him to be a pretty interesting character, so that's where I stand on him. It was more of a comedic thing for me, just constant head crack side. Oh, yeah, extremely. His fingertips off with his teeth. It's, you can't take someone like that serious no, no. at all. <laughs> yeah, he was just mind... He, he mind-fucked you so much. Just mm-hmm. his mannerisms, biting into his fingers, like... Cause, I mean, you guys know that's possible. You can just eat your own finger if you were psycho enough for it. Yeah. So, um, my my first watch through with this, I thought he was literally biting his fingers off. Yeah, that's what I got initially, and I'm like, oh wait a second, his fingers are still there; they're not regrowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. he's just gnawing on them. Yep, it was, he's weird. He is just he he's an int- he's definitely an interesting character for sure. It kind of makes you wonder what the other archbishops are like oh yeah because he's fucking psycho like super psycho and then of course you know he finally meets the witch she doesn't want him and he's like but i love you you need to love me and just can't get enough of her even comes back from that somehow yeah somehow i'm not entirely sure how that happened because didn't he get like stabbed in the throat by well, he got Jules. stabbed in the throat, and then he took down the cliff, and it got smashed by the cliff with all yeah. the rocks. Yeah, he basically got crushed. Like, his entire body gets crushed by boulders. Uh-huh. But then he comes back as this spider hands thing. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of, like, Resident Evil William Birkin just keeps evolving. <laughs> just nothing's going to stop this guy. Yeah, and he had some crazy abilities, too, because he could pass his consciousness from to other beings. Mm-hmm. Like, that was super crazy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty creative, too. And it wasn't, like, that's what the purpose of all the fingers were, were just his backup bodies, essentially. Yep, which was, mean, make it so he could survive for hundreds of years, I could only imagine. Mm-hmm. Well, so they're bad villains. There weren't a whole lot of, I mean, there were only a couple of villains in this season, really. Mm-hmm. Even though there's 26 episodes, there was only, well, 25, but one was 47 minutes. There were only a few villains, because you had the uh, mob beasts... You had Betagus. The white whale. You had the white whale. And then the other one was... We can uh, go all the way back to the very beginning with Elza. Elza. And that's... uh, The lady who cut everybody's stomachs open. Yes. And that's really it. Like, even for all those episodes, those are your... You're only real villains in this sec this season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose because we can call each of... Subaru's checkpoints, yep, like its own little mini arc, and each mini arc was its own villain to overcome. Yeah, because you're spending four or five episodes in the same fight, just multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. Technically, yeah, you could you could put it that way. It was like they he would basically. I want to say he died four times every time, pretty much. Um, before we get too far, like I wrote them all down because I wanted this to be a very big topic to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um. So the topic title is going to be, which is your favorite Subaru death? Okay. And I'm going to, if I go through all of them right now, and then you guys just pick your favorite one or we just comment on anything, you just want to go from there? Sure, we can do that. You can, you want to talk about all his deaths? That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I wrote them, I pinpointed them all. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to start in the very beginning. I titled this one, Death After First Arrival. Yep. So there's a sudden death in the shop, and that's when he goes to the shop uh, with Amelia, and then he goes in there first, and then they die. So, so it's the uh, the shop in which all of the stolen goods get stored. Right. And then yeah, he walks in there, and old man mob is dead. Is already dead. Yep. And then he dies soon after, and then Amelia dies with him. Yep. So there's that one, and then there's the death after bidding. So he meets his killer. Yep. And finds out that he's going to give the pendant back to its owner, 
and she doesn't want, or by she, I mean Elsa, she doesn't want that to happen. So she ends up killing everybody in the shop, so he dies again. Yep. And then after he gets revived, he gets slashed by the three hoodlums because he's had enough of their shit, so he's trying <laughs> to just push past them and then gets slashed and dies in that alleyway. And then that is the last time he dies in the first That's checkpoint, checkpoint number one. Yep. That's checkpoint number one. Checkpoint number two. So, so I just kind of want to preface this with, so checkpoint one was getting through the, basically getting Amelia, her pendant back. Yeah. What was the first checkpoint. Okay. Yeah, I like that you said that. So, yeah, the purpose of the first checkpoint. And it's kind of funny, too, because first checkpoint is in front of the Apple guy. Yep. And then there's another checkpoint in front of the Apple guy that we'll, I'll mention in a minute. So it's just kind of funny. He's got two. Okay, so after the first checkpoint, the second checkpoint is uh, inside Roswell's castle when he's in the bed. And just so everyone's on the same page, this checkpoint happens after he first encounters Beatrice. Yeah, I mean, they make it clear in this season, but in case anybody needs a reminder, he sees Beatrice, and then his checkpoint happens after that when he meets the twins. So, in Roswell's castle, he dies in his sleep because he doesn't know that how the curse starts. So, one day, a couple days into the stay, he just randomly dies, wakes up, and he's reverted back. The next death is... Him trying to stay up because he knows he's going to die. And then he ends up puking everywhere. And then he just fucking explodes out of nowhere. So which was, that was kind of funny. Like that eye rolls on the floor. And that was just an interesting way to die. And then the next time Rem doesn't trust him. And she ends up killing him outside when he's trying to overlook. Like he leaves the castle because he wants to be a guest. And then he leaves so that he can overlook. And then Rem doesn't trust him. And then she kills him with her ball spike thing. Mace. A mace, yeah. The last time he dies in this scenario is when Rom dies and... No, sorry, Rem dies. And then Rom ends up chasing him into the woods and he's being protected by Beatrice. And he finally has some kind of epiphany and he knows how to restart everything and he jumps into spikes and he commits suicide that way. Yep. So that's the last death in the Roswell house. And then we get into the Crochet guidance. So let's talk about what the checkpoint was for the second one. Oh, yeah. So for the second one, it was they needed to save the children, essentially. Yeah, save the village. Yeah. From that curse from the, from the puppy. Yep. It was like a mob beast checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, yeah. So good thing you brought that up. Slide. Uh, then you could also say get trust from the Roswell Manor. Like get trust within the people of the Roswell Manor. Right, yeah, because they made multiple mentions that he needs to have the twins' support and... Just, yeah, trust all, all around. And he's got the stench of the witch in him, so nobody trusts him off that because he thinks he's a traitor. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the next checkpoint is going to be deaths after the Crusade's guidance. And at the end of a route, uh, he eventually makes it back to Roswell's mansion, and shit's going tits up. And he's trying to enter a room, and the doorknob freezes his fingers, and then it eventually freezes his body, and then his like head cracks, and then he dies. Yep. And then the next death he has is back when he eventually gets caught by uh, Betelgeuse and Rem's body gets all twisted and Subaru ends up getting saved by her in the end because she breaks his shackles and he tries to bring Rem back into the mansion. And then as soon as he reaches the mansion, Puck's giant form breaks out and Super's head just randomly falls off and then he gets covered in snow. Well, Puck kills him, but yes. Yeah, I'm just saying that like, from that distance, his head just <laughs> drops off. It's, it's, it was, I laughed. Yeah, It was kind of funny. It was strange. Um, and then the next death 
in that same area is after Amelia dies, Puck freezes Sloth and Subaru. So in that scene, Subaru makes it back, and then he's talking to Amelia, and then he... Pseudo admits. He he says it out loud. Mm -hmm. And then instead of... Because the witch in that case was like, well, fine, if I'm not going to attack you... I will attack her because that's more important to you. Right. And then Kills she him. drops dead immediately. And then he's all mad or he's all sad. And Puck ends up finding out. And then Puck's mad that Subaru broke the promises that he made to Amelia. And then Sloth was in the scenario for some reason. I'm not quite sure at the moment. I have to go view my yeah. notes. But that's so down. Beatrice transports Subaru to the woods That's right. because Subaru asks Beatrice to kill him and she's like somebody kill no. me please eventually when he's out there yep and then the cult shows up yeah because he obviously stenches like the the witch mm-hmm. so they follow that scent right so then yeah Puck gets mad freezes everybody and he dies yep and then the next and last death is after the white whale so the white whale's dead and so oh shit um to get through that one so let's see we have to kill the, yeah we have to kill the white whale that's that's how they get through that one is the killing of the, yes. oh yeah that's how everything is eventually yeah that's overcome that's how everything so the killing of the white whale was the ending of the was how they get to the next checkpoint on that one yep mm-hmm. so then the next and the last one is i titled death after the white whale uh subaru gets possessed after saving the village and jules ends up killing him so because he you know he's asking for a death and then after that they figure out how to override everything and yeah so that was his only death after the whale so i know i dropped a lot on you guys (laughs) (laughs) but does any of those sound awesome i think my favorite one out of that which definitely makes you think for a little bit is when he killed himself when he jumped off the cliff into the spikes oh yeah because it's the first time you see him killing himself that yep. he doesn't even know if it's going to work like that. Like, if it's a self-death, will you still come back? Right. And it's also, I think, one of the only times he purposefully killed himself to reset the situation. Yeah. Yeah, that is the only time that suicide has been part of any of these deaths. So, yeah, so that's pretty significant enough. Yeah, I think that's probably my favorite one out of it because it, to me, had a little bit more of an impact because it was the first time he basically took the bull by the horns and killed himself to be able to reset a situation. Right. What about you, Matt? You got a favorite one? Man. I would probably say I kind of really liked the one where Puck chops his head off because of the whole episode. Yeah. Because that's episode 15, and that episode is probably, like, no matter how many times I've watched it, makes me the most anxious, makes me just the most, like, gut-wrenching. It's just all those feels that you get. And the episode is super good. It's super fucked. And... Honestly, the episode as a whole is probably my favorite, which I'll ask you guys what your favorite is after you talk about uh, which one your favorite death is. But that's probably my favorite episode. And so that's just that's the first time you get to see Puck in his beast form. Mm -hmm. I guess you could you could kind of call it that. That's true form. Yeah, actually, I don't even know because like he's a spirit. So, would a giant-ass beast be his true form, or is he going to be, like, one of those little balls of spirit? So, those are on... Yeah, he's a greater spirit. I have... greater spirit, right? I do have more information on Puck. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So, we can... We'll talk about that in the manga mentions. Okay. And so, that was probably my favorite death, because it was just final. 
Mm-hmm. Like Subaru thought he was doing something and then just did. Exactly. So what about you, Lance? Um, I'm 100% on board with you. That was my favorite death. And <laughs> just like you said, it's because of everything that led up to it. Yep. Um, and Tyler, to put another thing that I liked about your episode or your favorite death was leading up to it was like Rom, her screaming or like her pain and all that stuff was just, that was like the one time you actually like emotionally felt towards Rom because otherwise, you know, she's kind of just like, cold bitch in the background but like <laughs> you you felt her anger in that entire episode and i thought that was awesome uh to throw out another death i guess the next one that would come to my mind is the one where in kind of the beginning where he's trying to he got bit by the dog he doesn't know about it quite yet and he's trying to stay up all night because he doesn't know exactly how he dies mm-hmm. and he ends up puking and like i said he ends up going upstairs and then he just randomly explodes yeah and that I don't know if everybody remembers, but his eye just rolls on the floor. I'm like, this is so unneeded and dark and awesome that <laughs> it stayed with me. So Yeah, this whole series is super dark. I showed you a screenshot because when Rom kills Subaru, that technically the only time she actually kills him, it's is super fucked you she uses the mace and like rips open his throat oh yeah that's right and like he had half a throat half his neck just just there disappeared yeah Yeah, and it's it is super dark Mm -hmm. and they do a really good job with the gore without it being like excessive right yeah because most of the time it's like your typical anime everything's really fun you know you got your happy stuff you got your action and then when you need shit to go wrong, all of a sudden here's all the fun gore and let's let's make this a memorable moment. Yep. And I think that's like one of the big things that pulled me in was very beginning first episode. It's just blood. Yep. <laughs> it's like, well, I didn't see it going this way at all. I'm in for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, that does bring up more that I want to talk about. Just kind of what you guys think of this season. This season was fantastic. I was so engulfed in it the entire time, like, I wanted to binge watch this entire thing (laughs) so bad, but of course, you know, life gets in the way and, but yeah, dude, I was watching this and even watching, like, I know I do my, my second watch through my second listen through. I was still just as into it when I'm listening at work. It was so awesome. What about you? What about you? I enjoyed every second of it and I actually can't wait to start season (laughs) two and what are they at right now? Season three? Mm, Season three is not out yet. So just season two. So season Mm -hmm. two, I'm excited to watch it and I already can't wait for season three to come out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's there is a lot to this season because we're talking a lot. Most episodes are no opening credits and half of them are no closing credits, too. So we're talking 24 to 27 minutes mm-hmm. of content. Yeah, that's what I also appreciate about this show. Like, I know, I don't know if all of our listeners know <laughs> where I stand on credits, but like opening and closing credit scenes, I skip through them. They're yep. boring and I don't want to get things uh ruined by what the opening credits can possibly show and there was a small handful of them yeah and i did skip those but i <laughs> uh, just keep keep the story coming that's all i'm that's all i'm interested in so yeah there's for honestly this is probably the most content we've had to cover since we did fire force and that was because we did two seasons of fire force we did season one and season two of fire force that's true but also, last time we had Tyler, we had three seasons of My Hero. Oh, that's true. And before that, we had the end. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, we had 100, as well. we 114, 114 113 episodes. episodes of Yu Yu Show. <laughs> yeah, that was four seasons of stuff, technically, yeah. too. 
Yeah, so, and this... Oh, Tyler, you're here for so, all the big stuff. So, <laughs> compared to the last two I've been part of, I'll take a small one. <laughs> yeah, this one's not as ridiculous. This You could easily do this one in two weeks without really trying too hard if you wanted to. As far as the season, as far as watching a 24-episode season, you could really get engulfed in this one. Oh, if you got the time to do it, yeah. Yeah. If you put in a good three, four episodes a day, yeah, then yeah, you can get through the whole thing in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I know Lance, I've been trying to get you to watch this for, oh man, probably like four or five years now. For a while. This is a 2016 series. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I mean, I've definitely seen the internet talk about ReZero and this is being people's top favorite. And I'm like, uh, again, I'm <laughs> judging a book by its cover. I'm like, and then I also don't want to be like part of that crew that just jumps into something that's big because it's big and yep. it's big. It's always big for a reason. So, yeah, super happy to watch this. Yeah, it's, I would say, especially Isekai, when it is concerned, probably top two. If I had to guess, or if I, not, not guess, I'd say between like Jobless and this would probably be my top two. Or even Slime. Slime is three. Slime is fun. Slime is a lot of fun, but it's just, the character development is really good, but as far as, like, it's just very OP. And mm-hmm. kind of happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Where this gives you... This and Jobless gives you all of those emotions. Yeah. And I know it's been a while since I've watched Jobless, but maybe because this is so recent, like, I'm thinking this one tops Jobless for me for the for the moment. Okay. I would say Jobless is more stunning, like, visually stunning, because there's so much more to it. That's true. As far as visuals are concerned, versus the story in this one is, be- is better. Yeah, I'm loving this story. You ever watch Jobless Reincarnation? Uh, <laughs> no? <laughs> well, that's definitely something you need to watch. Okay. I've got a bunch on the chain of to watch, so... Always is. It's going to yep. go right into the back, and we'll get to when we can. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so it's... Oh, man. It, the, rewatching this, it kind of jumps. Like, it can't... It's really hard to jump into my top five, but it's definitely up there as far as one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one's definitely made... I, I've never made an official top list, <laughs> but I can imagine this one making the top ten for sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it was it was so good. I know I recommend this to all the everybody that I talk to, and they're just like, eh, kind of like you, Lance, where it's like, the title's kind of weird, the mm-hmm. icon's kind of weird, and you're just like, eh, I don't, I don't know. And then once you really get into it, you're like, okay, I get it. Right. So, um, do you guys have a favorite episode? I know Lance, did you say episode 15 was your favorite one? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I know you said it as well and I a hundred percent agree with you as fucked up as that episode was, Mm -hmm. it was just so good. And so everyone's on the same page again. This is the episode that Rem gets all twisted in that cave by Betelgeuse. And it's, it's kind of be- more kind of because of that, because it was so fucked up. Like, it, my jaw was dropped. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is actually happening. Like, maybe it's my favorite because it stuck with me so bad. Yep. And, yeah, that would that's that's the one that's coming to me. Tyler, you got something? I think my favorite episode probably would have to the whole Battle of the White Whale. Yeah. Okay. It just... The aesthetic look of the white whale and everything, like its abilities it can do with like the fog of illumination, where if you get hit by the fog and you die, nobody remembers you. That whale, everything about that whale, I think we need to spend a couple minutes talking about because... <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to talk about the whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's let's get into some whale talk. Well, yeah. Before we do that, you want us to share your favorite episode and then we'll jump into the whale? Um, if I didn't have to pick episode 15, I would probably pick... Oh, man. 
what is it? Episode? I'm drawing a blank on. Well, give me the uh, <laughs> idea. I, I guess we could go into um, right Rom's speech episode. That's probably the one that I. Oh, or she admits her love and yeah, like and she spends like ten solid minutes admitting like all of her her de- her love and desire for Subaru uh, Capital. Yep. Uh, episode eighteen. Okay, yeah. So episode eighteen would probably be the one I say. Only because, like, you get all this emotion from Rem, and Subaru's like, I still love Amelia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no real emotion in return, just, yeah, but I love Amelia. I know. All right, well, I guess, fuck. Sorry, Rem. That's... You can be my my side bitch. you, You tried. You tried. And who knows, maybe... At least Subaru admits to Crochet that, you know, his heart only has room for two people. And Ra, or, yeah, Ra, Rem. Rem. And Rem is the second person in his heart. So, right. you know, at least he does have a little bit, but it's like Amelia's on a mountain and Rem is on like a molehill kind of mm-hmm. difference between the two of them. So it's just, you get so caught up in Rem's just kind of love for Subaru, and then you just have Subaru that's like, yeah, cool. Thanks. Yeah, you just reminded me that I love someone else. <laughs> no, that wasn't a fantastic episode, too, because he's that's the episode that he 100% gives up and wants yeah. to run away. And I was thinking that quite often, like, how many times is he going to die before he just says, fuck it, I'm done with this shit, and I just want to go be quiet somewhere else and just live. Yeah, like, I can't imagine, like, yeah, cool, you get to come back to life when you die, it's no sweat. you got to live through that pain, and when you wake up, you're going to remember everything you just went through. Exactly, that pain stays. I don't think I could live with even dying a couple times <laughs> in random ways, and then waking up, and be like, not doing that again. Mm-hmm. Well, then, you know, the worst part is, is like, in the beginning, you know, he's got all this connection with these people, and they're just like, who are you? Mm, that's the hardest part. He's the one that's making all these fun memories and becoming close with everybody. And then all of a sudden, he's got to restart it. And he's got, I don't know, like, what would you guys do? Would you fake your way through everything again just to get that same kind of response out of them, even though it's not going to be fresh and new to you? That's going to be crazy. I don't know what to do. So it depends. Like, if I had the same affection that Subaru does to Amelia, yeah, it's he obviously sort of truly loves Amelia. Mm-hmm. So uh, even if you have to die a hundred times to make sure that the ending, I can't, you don't want to say the ending that he wants happens because that's kind of a fucked up way to think about it. Right. And at the same time, it's kind of like, it's not what he wants anyway. Cause these checkpoints are kind of things that he never wanted to begin with. No, the checkpoints aren't what he wants. It's just what, how fate. That's something I kind of want to talk to you about is the, how the checkpoints work. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. It'd be really hard to just keep going through the same like same conversations, same. It, well, it wouldn't even be the same conversations because you wouldn't be in the same scenario every time. Right. And we saw that with inside uh, Roswell's castle because one time he was trying to do the same exact thing. And then all of a sudden things started changing. Like when he was trying to get that the butler suit. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, take my measurements. And then like, we're not going to take your measurements. We're going to do go do this thing. And like, oh, well. 
And he's thinking, well, that's not what happened last time. And he's trying to do everything exactly the same, but not everything's exactly the same. And that's what kind of reminds me of, like, the butterfly effect. You change one thing, and it changes everything. All, right. it, all it takes is one simple conversation to go completely different, and it changes the whole rest of life. Mm-hmm. Yep. One thing I will say about his return by death is that he does at least make use of it. Like in the uh, Cruchet conversation where the first time he dies and he tries to essentially get her to agree to help. And he basically like lays everything out and was like, all right, so you're going to help me? And she's like, eh, I don't know. You seem kind of worthless. I'm not going to help you. And then the second time when he comes back, he actually uses the knowledge that she gave him and creates a strategy to get them to help instead of just kind of laying it all on the line and hoping that they'll be helpful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in addition to that, like everything that he learned in the past life just compiled on top of each other, like how he can use information to his advantage mm-hmm. from that, uh, what that, pur- I don't remember her name is, it's in my notes, but that purple-haired girl that's also going in, like she's the one that gave him the information that uh, Cruchet is getting all these people so I think like Anastasia. Or Anastasia, yep. there it is. Yep. Gathering all these weapons and all these people and all these carriages. And she's preparing for a war of some sort. And then he pieces together that it's against the whale. Yep. So it took a lifetime or, or it took a death or two <laughs> to figure all that out. But eventually, you know, just like him learning how to read and write in this lang- new language, like it took it multiple a- attempts for him to get ahead of schedule, to be on top and be ready. And that's the one downfall about it. You get all this information, but you got to live with the pain of dying each time to mm-hmm. pursue a different route to go about it to figure out the information. Because the first time he grovels at everybody's feet begging for help, and then slowly, I mean, he breaks down first, but then he kind of gets his head together and figures it out and mm-hmm. actually makes a smart plan about it. Takes information that he's gotten from them that they don't even know they've given him. Right, yeah. We can just bring up topics, too, because I know... We, so I'd already talked about Rem's speech and how heartful, heartfelt it was. Um, do we have a favorite character? Yeah, we can talk about some favorite characters. Oh, I have a favorite character. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Um, I don't know if you guys are on the same page, but I'm, I'm leaning a lot towards Rem. Okay. Rem was pretty freaking awesome, interesting. She's got that demon ability. Yep. She's got all of this love for Subaru. for Subaru. Rem's got this unconditional love yep. and she knows full well that he's not going to reciprocate that same love because he's already given it to Amelia. Yep. But she doesn't care, which might, might be a little annoying to some people, I guess. <laughs> because and honestly it is. But it's that's whatever. But she's so supportive to him and I guess her demon ability is pretty awesome too. Like she's always she comes in clutch all the time. Yep. And it's also just sad that between the two, she is the weaker one. Oh, you no, know, she has her horn. Rom, when she had her horn, was the superior one between the two. Right. So, because she ended up losing her horn because of the cultists when they were kids. Right. And she always felt grief because she was happy in that moment when she lost her horn because she can now be significant and always held that grudge. And that's why, like, during the speech, she's like, you oh, you stopped my frozen heart because that was what was always holding her back. Mm-hmm. Yep. I also kind of just thought maybe for our listeners we should say, like, blue-haired Rem and red-haired Rom <laughs> because it might be a little confusing to some people. So I'll try to say that. Yeah, I get, I still get confused between the two of them. I had to take a note right at the top of my notes. I was like, 
pink, um, yep. blue, red. And I'm yep. like, like <laughs> going back and forth. It's like that's exactly been watching this for like 20 too. episodes, barely seen one, still struggle. Yep, exactly. So yeah, blue-haired Rem, she's definitely more interesting to me. And I mean, the storyline kind of forced that upon us viewers too anyway, because there was so much information and so much time spent between the two. So they made us really appreciate who Rem was. Blue-haired Rem. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Tyler? Weirdly enough, I think this is one of the very first animes I don't have a favorite character. Okay. It's weird. I don't... It, to me, it felt like you didn't get enough time to form a bond with a certain character long enough, like, outside of, like, Rem. Because mm -hmm. Rem... Yeah, I think Rem was Is probably... one of the only people you actually got to see a journey with from the start, from wanting to kill him to wanting to love him and start a family with him. Like, it's... Right. She went complete opposite, but everybody else, it's... You didn't get to see a whole lot. Like, Reinhardt's in there for, what, three episodes. Julius is in there for two episodes. Mm -hmm. Beatrice, you see for five minutes. You just don't get to see a whole lot of everybody to... Okay, well, with all that being said, who do you want to see more of? Weirdly enough, I'd, I'm ex because I know she's going to come back as Elsa. Elsa? To okay. me, I think she is probably one of the strongest people that they fought due to the fact that Reinhardt couldn't even kill her and she still was able to escape. Well, Did she? Yeah, yeah Reinhardt. She hit on, because when he used it and took down the building, she hit off to the side and the rubble was able to just, yeah, it's her power where she was able to dodge it. Oh, man. And then was, at yeah. the end, was able to get up and was gone. And yeah, she was Elsa, able to Elsa's still left. Damn, I, th I saw that attack and I just assumed and I stopped. <laughs> My mind just went blank. I'm like, okay, well, she's obviously dead because to bring our viewers into the point in the very beginning in the like in the shop. Three. Yeah, Reinhardt takes some stupid sword and does some mega slash, blows up the building to attack Elza, who is the dark-haired witch-looking girl. And she's, you're saying she's the promiscuously dressed one. Uh-huh. <laughs> the one that wants to gut everybody. Yeah. Um, Psycho. Okay, I didn't know she survived. So I'm glad yeah. you guys said that because maybe she'll make an appearance in season two then. Yeah, she survived just after it all happened. They said, "Watch out!" She came flying, hit up the building, said she'll see them later, and dipped off the roof. Yep. After he blew a hole. Damn! How did I miss that? It, uh, it was maybe ten seconds worth of, and I think it was like right at the end of the episode. It wasn't a lot to it. I mean, it happened quick. And but, they continued on after, like they had the moments, and then continue like. The next episode happened. Okay. So, easy to forget. Sure. Okay, so you're interested in Elza? You want to see more out of yeah, her? Yeah, just because, like, the one fight you see, she feels like she could be one of the strongest in the series. Well, she took on Puck and Amelia at the same time. Exactly. And also took on Reinhardt. Took on Reinhardt. didn't lose anything. And survived. No limbs, yeah. no nothing. And survived out of it. Which, so, the information that I got from the manga is that Reinhardt is stronger than Puck. No way. I heard yeah. Reinhardt is the strongest out of everything, and he's not even a spirit user, is he? Nope. He is oh, just we've the... seen so little out of him, too. Yep. And that's like one of the like one of the notes I had is after he used that ability before I even found out also was still alive, it was like I could see him going completely like him being like one of the end game enemies that he has to deal with. And he's just insanely powerful because like he was already strong and holding her off without a sweat. Uh -huh. And he couldn't even use his abilities because it, he wouldn't be able to... Elsa or um, Amelia wouldn't have been able to heal. Right, yeah, because they were sharing the same energy source. Because yep. it's all the spirit energy and his spirit... Or his sword sucks up spirit energy to use it. Right. Yeah. So depending on how much he can 
absorb in an area is how powerful his attacks. So does that be. make him a spirit user then? If his sword sucks in spirits, so he uses mana, which everybody uses. Everybody has the ability to use mana. Yeah, it's like with their gate. Yep, and spirits are different. So spirits are like puck. Julius's spirits. All of the yep, all of those orb looking things. Those are spirits. Those so are going to be different. Minor spirits are the little orb ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't the fully realized. Yep. good stuff, but they're still useful. Yes, right? obviously that we we find out at the end. So it's you have, and then so you have those, and then you have the mana that everybody uses, and basically the world has mana, and then you can bring it all in through your gate. Okay, so it's insane how strong that he is because we don't get to actually see it, and you're just like, but I want to see how strong you are, right? <laughs> Like, I thought he would definitely be back later in there doing something. But no, you see him in that fight, and then you see him a little bit during the courthouse and just pulls off out, and it's like, ta-da, and then he's gone for and the then rest that's of the it, show yeah. again. Imagine if he was fucking helping with the whale. Why <laughs> didn't he kill. go fight the whale? <laughs> because he is Felt's knight. So unless Felt is involved, he's not going to do anything. Or even in the past. I don't know. Something and that's is. the one thing I'm surprised Subaru didn't go to was Felt due to the fact that Felt... Feels like he owes him from helping him. Yeah, because after Felt got introduced as the fifth candidate, like she just but, dropped off. But they they kind of make mention of it how they went away, so they're not. Oh, in. that's right. I remember they mentioned that he's going to be out. The, uh, him and Felt countries. Him and Felt are gone. Yep, I remember so that. They, that's they why can't. they couldn't get help. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because they right. only mentioned it once, and that was it. That Reinhardt was out of out of the country and i think it was like a northern or western country okay interesting uh crochet is essentially the leader of uh the area so like she's the noble of the area so that's why she's still there okay all right so that was a lot of conversation matt do you have a favorite character <laughs> can we all be in agreement that it's definitely wouldn't be subaru like no at least it, not yet he's he's like that annoying main character that doesn't do anything. Right. His best attribute is dying. <laughs> I mean, he definitely gets. I've I've better, heard I've heard he gets a lot better, but he still has zero fighting skills. Mm-hmm. He's still okay. All all he really has now is he just mentions his ability and he can attract things. So he's a giant lure. Right. But it works out because he doesn't fear dying because he knows he's gonna come back. Right. Yeah. So. Definitely not Subaru. I kind of, kind of, well, Tyler, like you said, we really didn't get enough screen time from anybody. We got Amelia, who, no, not really Amelia, because you don't get any You're real really character arc. About her past. That was it, just about how she shares resemblance with the witch. That's why no one likes her. Yeah. And so you get kind of why she is the way she is a little bit, where mm-hmm. she's kind of hesitant with people. But. And, she has no real character building. Subaru is not that great. So there's really not one person except for Rem who you could be like, yep, I love Rem. I want to see more Rem. So it's really hard. One person that I wish we'd get more of is, um, oh man, who's the old the old guy? Uh, Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Wilhelm Benestrea. Yes, I'd, you got a shit ton of backstory with him. Mm-hmm. And like once he defeated the whale, like you know, got a little teary. Where he's just like, oh, now he can finally go see his wife's grave and be like, yep, I can make you, I can live 
now because we were able to kill the white whale. So was was his wife's graves the white whale? No, the because <laughs> yeah, if, because if it was, Subaru just done messed that up at the end. It just said, "Well, it's there, it's there." <laughs> yeah, no, they they gave her a fake grave because. I was assuming no, she got eaten or something. I'm assuming so. I'm, 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 I take it now that she can actually rest in peace now that yep. her like soul can be free. Yeah. He truly loved his wife. Uh, I'm trying to blank on her name. Oh, man. What was her name? That's one thing. Like, uh, that Teresa. 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 I should, you know, have my anime list up, and that would make life easier, right? Well, you're looking that up, though. Another character I'm actually excited to see a little bit more about is Julius. You want to see more of Julius? Because he's a spirit-using sword, or a spirit-using knight. And on top of that, he kind of owned up to his own mistake and realizing he went a little bit overboard. Oh, and he's not that, with like, beating his ass and And he's not losing. that typical hard-ass who's like, oh, you deserved it. He's uh-huh. like, well, you did, but uh, I apologize for it. Like, he has a softer side, so it's going to be nice to be able to see a little bit more of him as well. Right. And he did... <laughs> He did lose his knight status, right? Like, he lost his title? Or? No, I think he was borderline. It was kind of like, if something happens, then it's gone. And I kind of bring this up because he changed... Like, he tried to make a big emphasis on changing his name from Julius to Jules. Like, I can no longer be known by Julius. It needs to be Jules. Or what... Like, that was a little confusing, and I think it was making it was just me because think that. I think it's more so because the knights weren't... It's not knightly to go chasing after something like that. So, like, this is because his second... It's or, like, like his it's alter like, ego. It's like his alter ego, like so side mission. it can't be relayed back that he did go and help, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's it, basically what it, it is. It's basically just kind of like a cover name for him, so that way nobody found out about it. Because it, I can't... They touch base on it very, very little, that it mm. was just something with the knights can't be affiliated with helping... So they were acting as bandits, keeping people away. So as a bandit, it's not knightly to be. Sense made no sense. <laughs> it is not knightly to be a bandit. So he had to use a cover name so that when he's going out doing these misdeeds, nobody knows who he is, even though he's not really doing anything bad. Right. So that's really just, what it was. The look of it looks bad. It's just the ultimate goal out of it was just to keep people out of harm's way. Right, because I remember that because he was in the diversion up up back farther, keeping people away from the road. Correct. He was still doing good, but he wasn't doing a nightly duty. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and he'd be really interesting to know about. It is uh, the Reese that is that is her name, Uh, Wilhelm's wife. Oh, the sword master, the original sword master, Uh, the previous sword master. Mm -hmm. Yes, actually, I think it was the first, wasn't it? No, I wouldn't say the first, but just the. One of Wilhelm's time. Yes. Before the previous, before Reinhardt. Right. Before, tech, I think it was technically before Wilhelm, because he took over as those duties, Wilhelm right. did. Right. And then Reinhardt took over after Wilhelm did. On your first watch, did you guys connect the pieces that Reinhardt was the offspring of the two? What? Reinhard, Reinhard is Wilhelm's son. I mean, because the hair color. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose. <gasps> they, they sure are. Oh, I got this before you guys did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. it, it took me until pretty on my second watch through. I was like, I mean, I guess these I guys are the exact. Because it was still a Van Estrella. And he runs down the family check, like down the family line. Mm-hmm. And I guess because they never talked about his. Sorry. Never talked about his, like, family. Yeah, they never said it point blank. You had to 
just so happened to put the pieces together. But yeah, red hair and red hair. You're like, oh wait a second. Yeah, that's that was the first <laughs> clue. I'm like, okay, well, sword like the I don't remember the official title. I want to say it's like Swordmaster, sword, sword Saint, Sword Saint. Yeah, that, that might be a, weird. that might be a manga thing. They don't say I, that it, in... I think it's a light novel thing, but yes. Oh, okay. And um, then I think it's a translation thing into the anime. Why they call it something different? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so whatever the titles were the same between mother and son. I think it was well, I guess master swordsman. Master swordsman. Yeah, that sounds yeah. a little bit more right for the anime. Yeah, and so I looked at that, and then I did look up the last <laughs> names. Like, oh, okay, okay. Like I knew they were Vanastrea, but like I never pieced together that those were his parents. Yeah, because oh, I, I don't know okay, how guess... old Reinhardt is during that. Because his mom, because if. He is. I, who knows in these animes? I mean, he's probably. They're like 10 years old. And 18, yeah. Just ripped. And, <laughs> and then you got somebody who looks like they're 16 and they're 73. And you just never really know. But with his mom being dead for 14 years, mm-hmm. you never really know without knowing his age. So it was kind of hard to. Well, then, I mean, if you look at Wilhelm, he looks like he's 100. So. Exactly. Yeah, he's old. Yeah, he, he looks like he's easily pushing 70, 80. Still reproducing at that age. I mean, praise to At that age? <laughs> <laughs> oh, whenever. I mean, a lot of time has passed between what Wilhelm looked like in the past and what he looks like now. And then to produce Reinhardt, who's probably, I'm going to assume, around the age of 20. He does look a lot like his mother. Mm-hmm. And yes. like uh, Wilhelm when he was younger. So I can definitely see that being the family. I guess I just never put it together because you see Reinhardt so so little ten episodes before you see the mother. Yeah, you only exactly. see him for a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I said on this. My it's hard to put watch, it together. Saw, that's that's when I connected it. Well, thank you for teaching us things, Lance. I got glad you could do that for us. Matt, have you seen season two yet? Yes. Oh, and then they didn't make that connection in there either. No. Okay. Has he got more than five minutes in there at least? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no. I'll just let you know they. He's they, still not that relevant? N- not even not that. He is not relevant. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Strongest <laughs> character is... The strongest <laughs> character gets nothing. Away for two seasons. Got it. Okay. Okay, well, that just means that... Uh, There's a lot that happens in season two. <laughs> okay, well, that's just, uh, just going to make me think that Felt is going to be that much more important for later in these series then. Could be. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. You guys will understand what happens once you start watching season two. Okay. Yeah, because I'm probably going to end up starting that right after this. I know <laughs> All right. It's, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. exciting. I'm, I'm enjoying it, so I'm, I don't think I can really wait to watch season two. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait for to rewatch season two because eventually I know we're going to do it because obviously Lance loved it and I love it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll definitely get that one in soon enough. Um, but you guys mentioned characters that you're looking forward to. I've, I've got two more characters that I'm really looking forward to. Well, that was, so I, I'm going to go with Wilhelm as my favorite character only because oh, we, of... Oh, we were still on favorite? Yeah, oh, kind of. Never mind. Okay, sorry. And just because I can't like Subaru and I don't want to pick Rem. So we'll just go with that. We'll go with Wilhelm. Uh, Lance, do you, who do you want to see more of? Okay, yeah. Like you guys were saying, not enough character were flushed out. Yep. But I do want to see more out of Roswell. Okay. And I want to see more out of Beatrice because they both seem super fucking powerful. And I want to know past. I want to see them in battle. I want to see their limits. I want to see, I just want to see more out of them. So season two, got it. Okay, yeah, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me more excited. Um, um, and I kind of say this because I accidentally watched a, <laughs> uh, it's basically an OVA. Yes. Um, Crunchyroll on my phone 
was being all super wacky. Yep. And Crunchy I, had been kind of weird recently. So yeah. yeah. So mobile devices have been less taken care of than bigger <laughs> than the bigger stuff. Yeah. And I thought I was watching season one stuff, and I was, but then somehow it jumped me into like season two stuff, and like what I watched an hour long special. It's basically you watched an OVA. It was yeah. an OVA. It was. Technically, where I was telling Matt, I think it was an OVA that takes place between season two, episode four, and five. So nothing got spoiled. Like, oh, you know, nothing got dramatically spoiled. It was just some fun story. A little bits of information was fun to share. You just get to see a little bit more of the future and Did, what's eh, kind not, of not even that much. It was it was all it was a fun episode. So but just what, kind of give us some cliff notes of what happened in the OVA. Okay, in the OVA, Puck has not been battling. Okay. Enough, and he hasn't been using his mana energy. Okay. So if you're a mana user, you have to use mana in okay. order to keep your body at like homeostasis. And because he hasn't been doing anything, he basically got sick and he needs to expel that energy all at once. Okay. And he's slowly trying to get rid of that energy. And him slowly trying to get rid of that energy turns the castle into like a snow playground. <laughs> and he's he's freezing everything. Yeah. And eventually, they, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing, but eventually they make fun out of it. Okay. And in that episode, they explain how Roswell and Puck went on a battle spree for like a certain amount of time. And like they were joking about how good they were fighting each other and how much fun it was and how much energy they used. And I want to see I want to see more of that. Like yeah. I'd like to see that flushed out. And great animation style to just I, I don't I want to, I want to see some awesome battle coming out of something like that. Okay, yeah, I will say without giving anything away, your desire will happen. Yeah, okay. At least in I assume you're talking about Roswell in season two. We're, yeah, we'll just say you, a lot of things that you want as far as background knowledge will happen in season two. Okay, and then yeah, still Beatrice too. Like yep. she seems powerful. I want to see her do stuff too because. She was acting like a badass guardian to... Uh, so, tech, you know, technically, she's a spirit as well, right? Oh, she's a spirit? Like, she's just as she, much of a spirit as Puck is? She made a contract, right? I guess so. So she is contracted to the house, right? Oh, yeah, right. Who makes who makes contracts? Well, I guess I can throw a little bit of a pin in that because Cruchet made a contract that she can watch over Subaru as long as he doesn't... That's you know, an agreement, please. and she is... She, as in uh, Beatrice, is bound to the mansion slash the library, right? Yeah, that one was a lot more specific. So, yes, uh, she is a... Uh, Beatrice is a spirit. Okay. But she's a greater spirit, obviously, right. like uh, Puck. Right. And you get those subtle context clues if you're paying attention in... The earlier episodes? Yeah, in, when they're when they're talking, they you get some clues you're like oh okay yeah that makes sense okay i guess i didn't think about putting two and two together like that yep but before we get too far into this let's take a break Welcome back from our break. I think this would be a good opportunity to jump back from what we kind of wanted to start about an hour ago. Let's start talking about that white whale. Okay, yeah, that's definitely somebody or something we need to talk about. I know, Tyler, you were 
all itching about the white whale. Just the looks of the white whale itself, kind of like his fins and everything reminded me of just like blades, like just some morph blades in just the fact that he can create the own his own mist from its body, mm-hmm. and the fact that if you get hit by the mist from its blast, you're just wiped from everybody's memory. Like when you first meet the white whale, and Rem basically knocks him out, knocks Subaru out, and tries to go fight the whale. Otto's sitting here remembering the whale, or remembering Rem, and then just instantly forgets. Yeah, that's the crazy part. It's because. Rem wasn't that far behind, but for some reason, this mist makes other people forget about everybody. And it's not just those who have been like been in the same area because everybody forgot everybody in that area forgot about Rem. Every it wasn't just everybody in that area that forgot about Rem. Even people back at the castle mm-hmm. didn't even know. It's just white anybody it was basically you got wiped off the face of the earth like you never existed. Exactly. And that's the crazy part because it happened so instantaneous. Like I, I like I wrote down in my notes, it's kinda like it's like I thought it was like a side effect. Like you were in like a dream state where the smoke or the mist affected with you and it messed with your mind. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to the castle is when I got confused and they're like, well, who's that? I've never heard of this person. And even when Amelia was like, well, who's that? Yeah. And then, well, Rom was even on the same board. Like, well, one, her That's bedroom right. was set up for one person and she had no recollection of having a sister. So that's her little twin. Yeah. yeah. So the crazy part is, yeah. Like how does a moment of mist make a life a past life of stuff instantly vanish. So the white whale is considered a calamity. Gluttony was its original title that they were saying. Yes, but they considered it a calamity okay. as well. So it's just kind of one of those things where because it's such a gigantic, basically because of what it was, it just had that ability. Like I'm going to call anime logic on that. Sure, why not? That's it. It's just so crazy. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know what else we could really say. Like, there's no reason mist makes people forget everything. Right. But the only thing that's weird about it is Subaru is the only one who remembers everything. And I would like to say anime logic, protection of the witch, yes, is the reason why he can remember. Yeah, I would say because, uh, I would agree, because of the protection from the witch, he is able to remember everything. Mm-hmm. Because, like... He used it to bait the whale, but the first time, like, when Otto pushed him out of the cart, the whale found him right away, and then just disappeared. Yeah, because he didn't want to kill him. He just let him go because Subaru walked away back to the the castle. Well, I think he got out of his range kind of thing. I feel like the whale can only either be around for so long or do so much damage. Maybe. But I would have to guess the first one, just because everything else wouldn't make sense. Because how can you kill just divisions of troops but then you know take out a couple like carriages mm-hmm. and call that a day a couple of merchants and call that a day so i feel like it's it can only be around for so long or go a certain distance away the only other thing i could throw into that is the first time when the merchant auto kicked Subaru out of his carriage and yep. the whale didn't kill him. I would imagine that's because maybe the stench of the witch wasn't as strong. Because maybe. the second time in the actual battle, in the actual finale, he calls upon the witch, super stinky. He's about to get eaten in midair by the whale, and then you know, Rem saves him with the the chain link. Yeah. So we could assume he was about to get eaten at that point. So that's kind of where I'm getting at. Maybe it's 
how much he stank. But also might not have been like how much of the witch's stink there was just due to the fact that they were currently attacking it. So then he saw it as an enemy at that time. Maybe. It's it's hard to understand because like, like we said with most characters, you don't get to see a whole lot. It was just one episode based on fighting the whale mm-hmm. with not a lot of backstory to it other than it killed Therese. Been Australia. We we never got fully flushed out of how exactly she died, right? Like it was just because it's just because. Yo, if you just had somebody that was like, Oh, we need to attack, 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 I could understand them or people falling. And you know, once it gets split into three, you're gonna kind of freak out and be like, Oh shit, well now I need to defeat three of them and not be like super well, you're just realizing that nope the main body is the one that's just floating up in the air i guess yeah i'm assuming it was the body parts that were cut off or what turned into the other whales what like that eye the eye in his fin because was it wilhelm took the fin off while he was coming down Mm -hmm. yeah he took out the eye and he took off the fin on two separate occasions and i'm assuming is that what's used to turn the other i will say No, again, this is coming. This is going to come from the manga, but he didn't get the whale didn't get its eye cut out in the manga. It's but it's still split up into three. So I would just say that it has the ability to split itself into three. Kind of like in other animes where you weaken yourself to make clones of yourself. Yeah, sure. So yeah, I was going to say like because it's, it's like uh, the leader of the the Fang mercenaries. Yep. Said it's lighter now, so it's not as strong. It's not as big. It's not as fast. Yep, I would agree with that one. Do you think the? I mean, we didn't get too flushed out on the other clones. I think they disappeared. They disappeared once the main body died. They dis, they yeah, just they disappeared. Just vanished. Yeah. So it's almost kind of like it was like an illusion mm-hmm. with mana behind it. Like it had effect, but it just didn't actually have any spiritual body exactly mm-hmm. it, i don't know it's, it's weird to touch on when you don't know a whole like, a lot about how exactly what happened it's just as soon as the main whale died they just were gone mm-hmm. yep no lance there was more things one thing i wanted to bring up and it's, it's really gonna be super quick but we had mentioned that green merchant auto oh yeah auto yep you so, want to talk about him yeah just real quick okay so this is a 2016 anime and I'm watching it, and you guys might know that I like comparing voice actors. Okay. Otto's voice actor is Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. <laughs> it was bothering me for so long. Because I never really focused on it at all. Uh-huh. Nope. And so the, I, I double-checked everything, and it all adds up. Demon Slayer came out in 2019 for the anime. And, yeah, so this was three years prior to his main acting role. So it just threw me up. Like, I know that voice. Why is it bothering me? <laughs> Everything bothers me all the time. I guess it's so. probably because I didn't listen or I didn't watch Demon Slayer and dubbed. I watched it in the sub. Oh yeah. Okay. I, it was with it only being one season and not they're not very long. I was able to watch it and take time at home at the time. Yeah. yeah. So with I guess that's probably why I never really put it together. Oh, that's that's t- I totally on board with you. I did appreciate Demon Slayer more in Japanese sub than I did in English dub. I can see that. Yeah. But because. I've also seen it in English dub and played video games. Like his voice is now with me, so like I, it was too recognized. I've had coworkers. <laughs> I'll be sitting there watching an anime dubbed at work, and they'll be like, "Heard him," and because mm. they'll watch uh, Critical Role, and some of the people who play Critical Role voice the English actor or voice English anime mm. characters. So it's just weird seeing on how many voices you'll recognize between different animes across all genres all, all of them and that's just one thing i picked up like there's like 10 to 15 super popular actors that are in like 
all of the big anime. Yep. So that's just that's one thing I like to pick out is who played what and where and their big names and stuff like that. Yeah, and then you realize that it's Tanjiro's voice actor. Mm. You're just waiting for some <laughs> water breathing to happen and nothing's <laughs> happening. He's just strapped to a log getting carried by wolves. Right. But to continue with Otto, you guys, during our break, you expressed something to me about Otto that I didn't even pick up on. Okay. You guys, one of you two want to share what Otto's full extent can potentially be? I'm not exactly sure what they called it. So any ability that you're given is called a blessing. Okay. And so it, was, it was the blessing of being able to talk with animals. Yeah, it, it's it was something language, but I don't remember exactly what it was. But yeah, he he had the ability to hear all animals at all times. Right, and to bring this more into scope, like when that when he's pulling his carriage and ta- or and uh, Tanjiro, <laughs> and when Subaru was with him, and then the trees are moving, and the birds are flying away, like he senses all that stuff, and I figured he's just gifted and he can sense that stuff but no he's he's actually listening hearing comprehending all this stuff and so he has an actual ability on top of all that yeah his his ability is really cool i'm wondering if you'll get more of it or if he's just kind of going to be a one-off character yeah i can kind of see him being a one-off because it's like we talked during the break it's kind of like rom's ability where she can see through eyes of people on on of things on the same wavelength Yep. Where he can communicate. So it's 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 like the same thing, but it's not. But I don't I don't I don't know if I could see him coming back. No, not too much. All right. Yeah, I know. It'll be interesting. I'm I'm curious what he was trying to sell. Because you know oil. It was, was it oil? It was some form of oil that was out of season. But one that the first time didn't he ask it was Oh like, no no, because he got captured and then okay, yeah, so it was oil. So. Yeah, because the first time was when he pushed him out and he was trying to get rid of oil. And yep. then the second time, he was captured. That yep, was he was captured, and then him. he was like, I'll only do this if you buy whatever, if you buy whatever. And Super is like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I don't even think he was able to say bye. He's like, if you could do one thing for me, he's like, whatever it is, I'll do it. I don't care. Just yeah. do this for me. Yeah, because basically Super already knew. And, and it was about the oil because was. he couldn't get through all the oil. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious, did you guys... Pay attention to not why the witch's cult was so obsessed with Amelia, and but like what they were trying to do with Amelia. Um, Were they trying to find pride? No, that was Subaru. I think they were. From what I thought I took from it was Sloth wanted a good host body, and I think he wanted her body to be. Is it because she was the closest resemblance to the witch with her being half elf and silver hair? That's kind of what I was. So are you saying a body slash vessel for himself or the witch? The witch to be reborn into. Oh, I guess now that we're talking about that, that makes more sense. Because I remember they did talk about it at one point where they wanted her reborn into yep. a suitable host body, and that's who they figured mm-hmm. because okay. it matched as close to the witch herself. Okay, yeah. So at first impression, I thought that's what Sloth would have wanted, but now that you guys are bringing it up, the witch needs to be reborn or you know retransferred. Yep. That's until uh, Betelgeist realized that the witch is inside Subaru. Uh-huh. So- is it the same witch or different witch? So, because isn't the one inside of him the witch of envy? So the, it is the same witch. Yeah, because they made mention that they're when you say the witch, they mean the witch of envy. Yeah, because that is too. like the. So I know it's like weren't all the other witches dead, and she's the only one, or is it just she's that yep. despised that it when you refer to witch, it's always dead. That sounds familiar because I think they made mention that the witch of envy like absorbed 
all, all the other of the witches. other witches. There's, now what, she is... there's technically eight, but they don't have pride. So not like that. not witches. You're thinking of archbishops. Oh, yep, yep, okay. Right. So, so yeah, I think, so there I was... think there's seven witches, and mm-hmm. she absorbed the other six. Right. Maybe. So I think she is like the one and only witch, witch that's right. available. She's just the witch. Yeah. She's got I, everything. I think she's the most powerful slash... Uh, desired and that is what it is because you know if you want to think of it in terms of what we have where you know it's you have catholicism where they believe in one god and then you have buddhism which believes in another god and you have all these other religions you could almost think of it that way where it's like the witches cult believe in the or not really not really believe in the uh, witch of envy but just that's who they actually actually worship yeah that's who they actually worship even though there's other witches that's the one that they picked to be worshiped okay i took it as one oh i guess okay maybe in popularity kind of a vote in that yeah. kind of as- aspect yeah. okay yeah either way the the way the anime is leaning is the witch of envy is like the witch so yeah i i think so but that doesn't mean that there aren't multiple witches where it could be. I guess you could almost think of it like um, with Greek gods where there's, you know, you have multiple gods, but there's Zeus who's going to be the most powerful. Mm. Yeah, like the father of gods. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe these witches can still be alive and still relevant, but they're just weaker. Inferior. Mm-hmm. Just not as important. Right. And, you know, I, from what I understand, the light novels go pretty far and it's not it's not finished. So maybe There's more witches could show up. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, I thought you were going to no. cheat ahead and look. No. I was, I mean, so as of right now, there are 27 light novels for ReZero. That's insane. That is so many books. Yes. I wonder what the average, like, page count is. Like if we're talking like hundred, hundred fifty pages, I, think around like I guess two, that doesn't sound too bad. But I guess I'm not a reader, so like I look at a two hundred page book, I'm like, fuck, that's gonna take me forever. <laughs> I've thought that before. Like I don't, you, you, but once you get into it, it, you soar through them. Yeah, you coast. Yeah, I've, I've never given the opportunity to read anything and minus resident evil books i've done i've done a couple of those (laughs) and for our listeners the first season covers the first three arcs and there are currently the author has made mention that there's going to be 11 before the ending of the series 11 arcs like seasons arcs arcs in the story so you know how we have you know so technically, you could say um, the the first arc probably would have covered about the queen retrieval arc of the pendant. Uh, not necessarily the pendant, but just everything up until the white whale. So everything that dealt with the uh, queen's council and the so kind of like the selection process. Yep, all of that, and then you have your white whale arc, and then the third arc could have been. The uh, witch's cult. I don't arc. know if you if that would actually be two separate arcs because the witch's cult was the main reason they were trying to get back so fast. The whale just happened in the middle of in the middle of it, so I feel like that's only two arcs. Maybe I'm not sure because if if you count the whale arc as an arc, it's like three episodes. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it could be like a mini arc. Yeah, it might be just like a mini arc inside of the main arc, which would be the witch's cult. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what I'm finding on Reddit anyway. 
Uh, just people talking about, oh, excuse me, there are 32 books. No. What? So from what I'm seeing in the ReZero wiki, there's three arcs. It's the chaotic first day, the tumultuous week, and the return to the capital city. Yes, and that would have been the end of the season because that was what their goal was, which is returning to the capital. So Yeah, so it counts when they left the capitals, the first arc. Okay. The entire mansion's the second arc, and then back to the capitals, the third arc. Okay, well, with Matt just saying... The goal, or was the the meaning, or the goal, or whatever? Yeah, the goal for the end of the season. So the reason what they were attempting to do was get Amelia and everyone from the um, all the subjects back to right. The well, capital. I'm, I'm only kind of saying that because it brings into purpose the title of the final episode of season one. Like it was like the goal or the purpose of whatever, and it made us feel like. It made me feel like it was encompassing around Subaru and Amelia getting their emotions together and stuff like that, it, and not so that they can go back to the capital. So when they do talk about it, how um, they're trying to bring everybody to the capital. Right. Yeah, and the ones that they couldn't bring to to the capital were going to Sanctuary. Yes. Right. I mean, I was just playing on words for the title of the last episode. So. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go too far into it. Um, and excuse me, there is a correction. There's 32 light novel volumes, not 27. Okay. As of today of? As of February 25th. Of 2023. Uh, yes. Okay. Don't look into it because you'll have some, some spoiler-esque things. <laughs> Search at your own will. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more thing that kind of annoyed me or never got answered or anything along those lines. Okay. In the first couple episodes when Subaru meets Amelia. Yep. Amelia tells Subaru that her name is Stella. Yes. Why do you think she told him that? So they touched on it very quick uh, as the common theme with this anime. It's because I'm probably going to butcher it in a way. They didn't want, she didn't want like an attachment Okay. Because she didn't want to be seen. She didn't want to be seen as something that she isn't, mm-hmm. and she just wanted to be seen as how people see her. As that's how everybody saw her. Right. And also, she didn't want her real name coming out because of the selection. Okay. I can say that. Yeah, I can buy all of that. And what you said in the first half, I was kind of thinking that myself, but I just feel like I never got that. You know, explained point blank. Yeah, because I know they touched on it very, very little. On why, because that's why, like, his first thing, he's like, well, I deserve a reward. And she's like, I'll give you whatever you want. He goes, what's your name? And he's like, I want to know why. He wanted to know why he gave her a fake name. Because then he, with his second life, he called her by that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, don't you ever refer to me as the witch. And that's what sent him into a confused spiral. Because now he has no clue why she would be called that. And then eventually, I think Puck ended up answering it. Somebody ended up answering it for him. But it it wasn't like a big conversation. It wasn't something important. It was just, I think it was like the first Mm. episode or two inside the mansion. Yeah, I guess I wasn't paying that close attention. Yeah, that's kind of what I got to. So I really don't have anything to add to that one. Okay. One other thing that I could throw out there that I've been, I don't, this is going to be a a complete throw in. I have no idea how I was going to like, encompass this into our conversation but i'm gonna play a quick clip of one of my favorite noises that came out of the anime okay so i'm just gonna throw it in right now okay that that wah sound 
<laughs> that always got to me really good. And I, I love the sound because that was the sound of the witch mm-hmm. oh. coming after him. That Every time you heard that was around his death. And I, I took it as that was the sound of the witch of envy restarting his life. Yeah, because it always came around. It always came when he died. After the death, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that... It was I, just like I, an eerie sound, but I loved it. Yeah, exactly. It was eerie, and like you knew shit was real. Because <laughs> it's like a, it, yeah. it personifies the sound of death, mm-hmm. and it gives the meaning behind you're going to get another life out of it. But it was just like, so it's like, he dead. <laughs> like, oh, speaking of getting another life out of it, how many times did you guys think throughout the season, how many of these restarts are you going to get? When is it... Gonna be questionable to die again and not get reborn. Because I know, like, a lot of times when it comes to powers like that, there's usually a consequence. Mm-hmm. Like, you lose strength, you lose power, you lose sight, you lose something. Mm-hmm. Normally, normally there's a consequence to it, but he's literally seen no setbacks. So I don't really know if there is a limit. Right? Uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. I'm The biggest thing I'm thinking is, you know, what if he calls upon the witch too many times? Like, because we've seen him, like... He calls upon. He wants that stench on him, so he's like, "I have the power of rebirth," and like that witch holds his heart, and then like he gets pain. But like, what if he calls upon it another time, and like it's it's gonna get even tighter, it's gonna get even more intense, and then like, what if it kills him, and what if he never comes back? I mean, of course, it can't do that because otherwise, what's the point of the show? Yeah. But like, there need. I feel like eventually there's gonna have to be that fear of him if he dies one more time then he's not going to come back. Because I think it's all probably based around how far he can get the explanation of it out. Mm -hmm. Because the one time he was actually able to fully say it, that's when Amelia died. Oh, did he fully say it? Yeah. He he fully said it It was the first time. And if you notice, it went to crush his heart. Uh what, What is his heart? It was her. So that's why you saw it caress the heart, and then she died. Mm. Interesting. Because it took took from him what he loved the most. Right. Because it wasn't his own life because he knew he had the life to play with. It was her life that he set out to protect and to guard and to keep her safe. Okay. I like that. Yeah, me too. I really like that. If you guys don't have a quote in mind, I kind of want to bring up favorite quotes. Mm. I don't really think I paid attention to the quotes. Because there was one that I laugh every single time. Which one is that? A little great cat with a lot of attitude where he's talking about Puck. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he's talking about spirits, and he's like, I don't know many spirits, but I know a little gray cat with a lot of attitude. Yeah. And, and I just laugh so hard every time I listen to that, listen to him talk about it. Oh, usually I write down a lot of smiley faces on my, or happy, <laughs> laughy faces on my notes. And I'm only finding one right now, and I wrote down in episode two, dies by trio, half bit laughy face. That's <laughs> 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 You know, that was, you know, that's when he tries to run through him and just accidentally stabs him. Yeah, he just, yeah, he's just trying to break through the goons because he knows they're nobodies, but then because he's, he didn't care, he just dies. Yeah, so, yeah. That was the only laughy face I had in all 26. (laughs) The thing is, there was definitely a lot of parts I laughed at. Oh, exactly. I I just didn't write them because they were just like quick wit things. Uh They weren't, they weren't like big, impactful laughs, but they were like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I must have been too focused. I was, Probably too in the middle of a workout. Well, anyway. I mean, I you 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 missed uh, Elsa living, so I could see you missing some jokes here and there. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's I true. So. I guess so. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think I've 
Got everything else. Um, one thing that I... Okay, just one tiny little thing that irked me when I was online reading and listening to people. Rom, red-haired Rom. Pinker. Pink. It's pink. Or pink. It, her name is spelled R-A-M, and I can totally understand why people would call her Ram, but the English anime did pronounce her name as Rom. Unlike yep. Old Man Rom, the big muscular guy who was rooming with Felt, because yep. he's also... Like Rom R O M, yep. But I just wanted to make this clear. Right. English pronounced it as like kind of like a harder O to almost A. Like it's Rom, yeah, not Ram. And yeah, I, I understand she's not the ramming things, right? Like <laughs> yeah, I understand the confusion, but I just want to like let other people know. Yeah, it's more confusing the di- distinction between the two of them than her name, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely for sure. It took yeah, it took me. Two solid watches to make sure I knew the difference between Ram and Ram. And, and the f- Ram and Ram. And also the fact is like the fact that I had to keep a note of who was who. Mm-hmm. And I know we touched base on this in the beginning. And literally for the first like two episodes, it was constantly like Ram 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 Ram. And I'm mm-hmm. like, still gonna forget it no <laughs> yeah. matter how much you say it. Exactly. <laughs> the fact that they're twins. Like if I ever had twins, I would not have their names with the same letter. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Be too hard. It would be difficult enough for the parents to distinguish. I mean, of course, you're the parents. You're around them all the time. You'll you'll eventually figure it out. But like, oh, I, if they're identical, like those two, besides their hair, you you'd probably be like, someone's. You're still gonna question. Haircut. Someone's oh, getting a different haircut. <laughs> I gotta tell <laughs> some sort a of haircut. Way. Yeah, but yeah, even friends, family. No one's ever going to know their friends. They're going to go their entire lives and be like, okay, who is who again? Yep. So the life of a twin, it's never easy. Can't I wouldn't imagine. know. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, like, it's not like I'm there, but like, I just can't imagine. But that's all we got, right? As far as... Uh... Yeah, I'm good on anime talk. All right, so I think that's good timing to get in some mass manga mentions. Nani? Okay, so for any of our new listeners... I always like to start kind of from the beginning and work my way chronologically through the series. One thing I will make mention, as we talked about earlier, this is a light novel, so the manga is based off the light novel. There might be some things that the manga leaves out that the anime included and vice versa. So I'm just going to talk about the differences between the anime and the manga. One thing that we find out is Elsa's cloak reduces magic. So that's why she's able to withstand Puck's like super strong attack in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, because he's supposed to be the super powerful spirit. Yep. How is she able to survive all of this? Yeah, so she uses her cloak... And then she loses her cloak, mm-hmm. and basically it protects her from one-time use kind of thing. Then when you see Felt flee Elsa, she runs into Reinhardt, and that is how both of them come into the scenario. Versus in the anime where Reinhardt just kind of magically appears, it's because of Felt. Well, he felt in the anime, Felt did find Reinhardt, and she explained to him that there's trouble and he shows up because of it oh okay well then apparently i missed that oh cool (laughs) (laughs) they go into a little bit of the plague that killed all of the royal bloodline basically it only affected certain blood types which just happened to be the royal blood type and that's why all of them died 
Oh, was that explained? Or was in that the, mentioned? Any no, they any? just said that the royal bloodline fell apart and like died, but they never specified why. Oh. Yeah, there was a plague that attacked only the royal bloodline. Okay. So, yeah, that'd be, uh, it's kind of fucked up to think, but it'd just be kind of funny because you get random people that would die and be like, oh, apparently that's a, a bastard child. And you, you got all these random kids that aren't. That... Oh, okay. That, that'd be some fun <laughs> drama to be flushed out in. No, it's not going to happen, especially in this, but it'd just be like, oh. Right. Well, no, that just makes me think of Game of Thrones, like oh, random yeah. ass. Like, I knew you were cheating. Yeah. It just makes <laughs> just random ass bloodline guys just dying. Yeah, that, that would be the first time Subaru talks to Roswell about a reward. Uh, Subaru basically was a lot more menacing about, you know, I could ask for these things and I could ask for that and I could ask for this. And he's like, yeah, but I just want to be your maid. Like he just makes it a lot more dark where he could ask for all these things. And then eventually he just asks to be a maid. And in the anime where they're kind of talking, they talk for a little bit. And then Subaru's like, and I want to be a maid and work here. And you're just like, oh, okay. Well, apparently that's what's going to happen. Just a little bit of difference. I'm drawing a blank. Who is the first person that tells Subaru about his ability to use magic? Puck. Yeah, it was Puck because... Because Puck a, had to help him be able to release it to control his gate. And he's the one that told him that there's three, there's three attributes and then there's two special attributes. Four. and then, Huh? There should be four. No, there's the... There should be fire, water, earth... And then light and, and shadow. And wind. Wind? I don't think oh, I wind. There was, I, think there was I don't think it's wind. I think there was three and two. I thought there was, I thought there was six total. Damn it. Well, I didn't write it down. Uh, I didn't write it down either. We'll, <laughs> we'll go with six because Tyler seems very sure of himself. But in the manga, it is Roswell that tells Subaru about his about magic and his affinity. Okay. Uh, it is in the bath scene, by the way. Oh, so that was early. Yeah. Yeah, it was early. Interesting. They go into... It was sex? Yep. Okay. There's yin, yang, which are your shadow and light, wind, earth, water, and fire. Okay. Because okay. I believe Ram is wind. Yeah, she had the wind slashes. Yep. That's why okay. I knew that there was a wind one, because she had wind. Okay. okay. Makes I, sense. And I know they didn't touch in it, but I know Amelia has a few different kinds. So Amelia is a water. light... She's well, got she water because used... she does water healing, but okay. she's able to use ice because of Puck. Yeah. Anyway. <gasps> Ooh, speaking of that, I need to put a pin <laughs> in real quick. That reminds me of one of my notes. Puck. Keeps calling Amelia his daughter. Mm-mm. Well, that is something I wanted to talk about that I forgot about. Oh, that about. too. Okay. Okay, so Puck, we see him use all of these ice abilities. Yes. And especially with that OVA that I explained a little bit earlier, he's expressing all his snow abilities. Okay. In episode six, at six minutes and 26 seconds in, <laughs> Amelia explains that she's accompanied by Puck, who controls fire. And that threw me off so bad that I needed to make that specific note, because I've never seen Puck use any kind of fire. He does use fire once. What? He what? does. I can't remember exactly when, but he does use fire once. And I was near, I think, after the whale. That I don't remember. I can't remember when, but he uses fire once. Like I said, this the show touches on so many things so fast you miss it. Uh-huh. He, t- he used fire once. And I, I can't remember exactly when, whether it was a big fight, like with the Maw Beasts or what it was. But he does use fire once. Oh, man, I'm blanking on that. <laughs> okay, well, regardless, we see him using ice abilities far more often than anything well, else. Well, that, you know, he freezes the whole world. 
Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Well, so, not basically. He he says he's going to. Yeah, he does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm just curious on why they made that statement. One thing I can say is that he is pulling Amelia's affinity into his own ability. I don't know. Maybe. I I don't know either. That's all I can say. I haven't read the light novel. Maybe they go into it. Yeah. So listeners, if you know anything that could help us out, or they just misspoke, and here we are. <laughs> Some stupid translation that ruined everything minorly. Yes, only only to weird people like us who paid that close attention. Right. <laughs> but to go back into the manga mentions, they make mention that whoever does become the next queen will have to make a deal with the dragon. So that's Ooh, basically I can't wait the, to see more about the dragon. Oh, I know. I can't wait. So that's basically the biggest thing. That I'm taking away from the selection is that who is going to be the best ruler and who is going to be able to make a deal with the dragon. Mm -hmm. Because the dragon could basically say, you know what? Yeah, I don't care. Fuck off. And then just destroy the whole nation. A fun fact I read about Puck. Ice magic is not water. It's fire. Ice magic in ReZero is fire because fire is based on controlling temperature. Okay, I can see that. All his ice abilities is fire. It's just he's controlling the temperature and not creating flames, but be creating ice. Okay. So he's like the humidity god. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'd say temperature god. Temperature but it, god. Yeah. Okay. I like that you, you know. Thank you for looking that. that up, Tyler. I just wanted to do a little research to find out the episode of the fire so I can <laughs> check it out. And all of a sudden I saw that. I was like, I mean, that explains it. So technically he was using fire the entire time. You just, you always saw Frozen water. fire. Well, you just thought water, <laughs> ice, close enough. <laughs> sure. Water ice close enough. <laughs> My this note is about how Rom just obliterates Subaru, like takes off his leg and takes off other body parts and then destroys his neck and that's how he dies. Oh. So from that uh, snapshot you showed me? Oh yeah. From the third time he dies. Mm-hmm. So the time in which Rom kills Subaru is because he was out in the woods trying to yes sneak on who the shaman was yes uh you find out that the the word witch is tabooed so you're not supposed to say it which is why amelia freaks out when he says witch and also why the people in the capital have such disdain towards subaru when he says the word witch Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. A little context clues. It is Beatrice that tells Subaru about uh, Satella and that she is rumored to be a silver-haired half-elf. So up to this point, Subaru had no idea about why Amelia was... Referred to herself as Satella. Well, not herself, but just referred to as the witch. Oh, there was like an exp- explanation of the hate. Yes. Sure. Then during... The flashback of Rem talking about their past. You see her talking with a different maid who wasn't in the mansion. Basically, this is going to be season two stuff. But you find out about another maid that works in that worked in the mansion at one point. Okay. Subaru tells Rem that he's trying to trying so hard to save them because she's the first girl he ever dated. Because according to Subaru, do you remember what a date is? Spending alone time with another girl. He's like, oh, by that logic, then you and Rem were on a date. I'm like, oh, no, 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 not like that. Yep. Yeah. So that's just kind of funny information. Okay, yeah, I like that. Brings everything in a little bit more. Yep, full circle. 
You actually don't get to see Ferris and uh, Wilhelm at the Roswell Manor. You just see Subaru and Amelia talking about them. So they kind of skip that little they were there conversation time. that they had. Like after the, or before, like around the whale scene when they were trying to. So previous or prior to them going to the uh, capital. Right. Because when they were trying to explain the blank letter. No, way before then. Is this, is this oh, guy the merchant? Way no. back then. So Ferris and Wilhelm went to the Mathers Manor to talk to Amelia. And I'm assuming that's when they went and talked to Roswell about getting Subaru healed. And because that is before the selection. And that's why they ended up going to the Capitol. Yes. I'm assuming it's just a. That, so that scene in the anime, all you see is Ferris Wilhelm talking outside the manor, and then Subaru comes up and starts talking to him. Well, in the manga, you don't see that whole section. You just see Subaru and Amelia talking about them. Not really the end of the world, just, again, stuff that may or may not happen like in a quick either. shortcut. Yep. Oh, it's um, Old Man Rom hides Subaru and Priscilla from the thugs. So you know those guys in the alleyway? Subaru basically takes Priscilla away, and then they run into Old Man Rom, and Old Man Rom is the one that hides Subaru and Priscilla from the thugs and uses his intimidating self and was like, no, they're not here. I haven't seen anything. Go the fuck away. So they leave, and then uh, Subaru and Priscilla... Well, Subaru talks to Old Man Rom for a little bit, and Priscilla walks away, or they walk away back into attempting to find basically where they came from. Mm-hmm. As opposed to the what happened in the anime is Subaru helped out Priscilla, the yep. uh, the other what was red haired candidate. Yep, the, the one, the fiery one, the fiery one who says everything works in my favor. Yep, and then as soon as Old Man Rom shows up, the others are like, "Oh, okay, no, this is clearly out of our advantage," so they. They dip out. So I think Al show is it Al that shows up? I don't think Old Man Ram shows up. Yeah, Old Man Ram does because he's walking in the alley, and then he's like, "Oh, I didn't expect to see you here." Soon. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. And yeah, then, so they basically the it's a similar scenario, but they run into him instead of him running into them. Right. So it was a, like in the anime, it was essentially three on three, but the thugs got scared and they ran away. Yep. And then Al and Amelia show up like right after. And that is. So, with the running into Old Man Rom is when Subaru explains to Rom about what happened to Felt. Because at this point, he Mm. has no idea because he woke up from his basically pseudo-fatal injuries to Felt being gone. So, and when Subaru gets back to the alleyway, Amelia is there and the thugs come back with about 15, 20-ish people and Rem comes, like, supermaning from above and just takes out one of the leaders by jumping on top of him, and then they all run away. So it was funny, but just slightly different scenario in which what happened. Roswell's, you specifically see Roswell tell Rem, essentially, let Subaru do what he wants. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And that happens before the Queen selection meeting because... Roswell kind of just wants to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to see if he's worthy of trust or something. 
I don't know if it's that or if he's just kind of like, hmm, he puts himself in some weird scenarios. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure why, but you just see that uh, Roswell tells Rem that. Okay. Subaru went to talk to the guy selling the apples to try and get... Um, oh, real quick, how do they spell apples? A-B-B-L-E-S. Apple. Okay, so instead of peas, it was bees? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, because the, the anime made it seem... It sounded like you were saying apples. I, I thought I heard apples too, but apples was also on my mind too. So yeah. I, was, I was confused on what it was because again mm. I can't get subtitles on my Roku TV downstairs. <laughs> I couldn't even get subtitles on my phone. No. It, anyway, yes, apples. Uh, he Subaru suggests to that merchant to get old man Rob Rom into the where the selection process is happening. Castle. Yeah. Wherever it's being held. Yeah. Words are hard. <laughs> oh, when Al shows up, so when that when Subaru is talking to the merchant is when Al shows up to basically tell Subaru that he's been trying to find him. Al, if our listeners don't remember, is Priscilla's knight, and he is telling Subaru that he's been trying to find him to bring him to the castle. Okay. Versus Subaru just kind of waiting there and being like, oh, hey. Here you are. A little more intentional. Wait, which time, though? Because there's one time in the anime that... Subaru when they're flagged, going to the selection process. Like so. when Subaru flagged down like a taxi, and then that just so happened to be yes. them? Okay, yes. yeah. Uh, Al only has one arm. I don't know if he... You can really tell that. I don't remember. I didn't really notice it, so I No, yeah. Yep. So in the manga, he only has one arm. You get a glimpse of his face, and it is... All sorts of scarred. Yeah, because I, on my second listen through, Priscilla, Priscilla makes no makes a mention of it. Yeah. yeah, like I'll mess up your face even more than it is, or something along those lines. Yep. So, so the committee making this selection process are like, "Hey, you can't wear a helmet in here." And Al starts to bring his helmet up, and he's like, "You really don't want to see the rest of my face," and then puts it back down. Oh, okay. That would have been fun to see in the anime. Yeah. Uh, I can I can see that. Also, not really necessary either. So, kind of right. kind of a toss up. You find out that he was also summoned to that world mm. eighteen years prior. So we have multiple isekai people. Yes. Interesting. Okay, they never made mention of that in the anime. They did not. That is a huge one, and I hope it comes to like gives more to later. So that makes me think then, because I know their very first interaction. Subaru looked at him and was like, why does he sound familiar? Yep, that's exactly why. Oh, I, that, I didn't think about that one. Yep, he, because I, I, I heard it, but I was like, well, he ain't never met him. But that explains, like, if he got, if he got brought into that world as well, he, there's a good chance he probably knew him beforehand. He probably, he probably, I mean, well, uh, he was I wouldn't, bro, too, wasn't he? Yes, but that, I think that's just his uh, vernacular. Maybe that could be today's. He got Lingo. summoned. He got summoned eighteen years prior to. Yeah, bro, so Subaru is only like fifteen. Bro wasn't a thing eighteen years ago. Uh, kind of. Oh, okay, I don't know. Eh, who knows? E- either way, <laughs> um, it's Subaru or the Al had been summoned prior to Subaru being alive. So it, right, really, they wouldn't know each other, but they might be from the same area, which would be why they sound like it. He sounds like somebody he would recognize because they would have. Family the same or something. I'm just thinking dialect. Was, but yeah, even then, just though, the, if, just he, the if, way they talk. if it was 18 years ago, that's not saying 18 years inside that new world isn't only like a month in the real world. You never really know how yeah. much time difference there is in between the Could two. Be. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so the for the selection process, Subaru was wearing nice clothes, not his maid clothes. So he was wearing like a full suit and just dressed nicer for the event. Okay. The you get to see more of the selection process. The council members made all the candidates display their crests to prove they're worthy. Basically, they displayed them and then they lit up. Mm-hmm. All you get to see more about more in depth of the conversations on why the candidates want to be queens. Uh, Lady Krushesh states that she would rule if she were to become the ruler. She would not rely on the the dragon. So basically, the dragon is the reason why this nation is prosperous. And she wants to be prosperous, not because of the dragon, but because of the country itself. Uh, If they they work together, they can achieve everything. Not really. Like, she would basically was like, nope, I don't care about the dragon. She wouldn't even bother dealing with the dragon kind of kind of thing. Right. Oh, I guess what I'm getting is if she's not going to rely on the dragon, she's got to rely on the people. Yes. And her own intuition and stuff. But she brings up, you know, hey, I've been the ruler and been doing well. Why couldn't I do it for this entire nation? Sure. Um, then let's see. Priscilla says everyone should bow to her. As she is, because she wants to. Um, that's really all, all she says. It's like, you should just bad with me now, because I want you to. I want so much more information out of her, because of the couple times that she mentioned that the world, like, bends to my favor. Right. Like, I want to know if that's, like, her power. Like, if fate just makes her life easier. Or I, if that's just her being a bitch. And I think she's just a, a rich, snobby bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Anastasia... You get to get a part, or you get uh, Anastasia's background. So she says that she's greedy, Mm -hmm. and that's why she wants to run the country. She started as a poor servant, basically made some good ideas, and eventually became the wealthiest merchant-esque person in the nation. And that's how she rose her way up was just through good business practices. So Roswell makes some comments to stir up Subaru and you have Puck appear in the council chambers. They, they, as in the council members calls uh, Puck, one of the four apocalypse beasts. One of the four. Yep. So they've, they've killed one, which was the white whale. Okay, Gladney. Yep. And then you have Puck, who is called the Beast of Eternal Frost. Okay. Which makes... Which is good, because at this point, we don't know what Puck can do. And then later on, you see him, you know, freeze the entire world. Right. One thing I like that the manga does do that the anime... Or doesn't do that the anime did do is Subaru's, like, super long monologue about why Amelia should be so grateful to him. That doesn't really happen. Oh, no? No. Basically, he's like, you're special to me, and that's why, I, that's why I look at you the way I do. And she's like, no, I shouldn't be spe- – I don't want you to look at me like it, like you would look at anybody else. And he's like, well, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then she walks away. Like, okay, well, basically we're good, and then walks away. So Ferris said, having Wilhelm like you is as fortunate as having the witch have a thing for you, which I found funny because, you know, the witch does. Mm, for some reason. Yeah. 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 No idea. Uh, Krushish is 20. Okay. So she's not that old. I would imagine all of them are relatively young. I would agree. None of them are married. 
And they all got some kind of big power. Can't be married, or they can't be married, and they can't get married during the selection process. Okay, I mean they're all getting suitors lined up, but they can't get married during the selection process. Right. It doesn't matter what suitors are trying to do; nothing can change. Okay, because they don't want any political divide to happen because of a political marriage. Sure. So no marriages to happen. Let's see the witches' cults. Uh, members bowed to Subaru the first time they met. So the the first time they meet, they just kind of look at him and then disappear again. Yep. And the first time they meet him in the manga, they bow to him. Subaru's kind of like, what the fuck? And then they disappear. Slightly different. Uh, I took more of a... They kind of knew who he was at this point already. Uh, you don't see Pettigrew's killing Rom in the same manner. Basically, he uses one of her hand, one of his hands... And slashes up her body, like the middle section of her body, and then just leaves her to hang. Like, he doesn't twist up her entire body the way that he did in the anime. Oh, okay. Um, But she still lives enough to, like, break him free? Basically, the same thing happens, but minus the twisting of all the limbs. Okay. So, when Puck freezes Betagus and Subaru... He says something, but we don't know what it said. What he actually said. You just see his mouth moving and the world freezing. Uh, he says Achinda, which is the witch of greed. Hmm. So, do you have any insight on that? Zero. Okay. That's it. that's all I know. <laughs> I I purposely didn't look more into it because that's going to be uh, I that would have been spoilers. Sure. I guarantee you, I would have been spoilers, so I didn't yeah. look into it. I already made mention about Puck saying he would lose in a fight against uh, Reinhardt. So it's the death he has before fighting the White Whale. So the, um, oh, sorry. I, I wrote it in my new notes later. So during the fight when with the White Whale, Subaru says to the White Whale, I can return by death. You see the witch kind of whispering something, but you don't know what she's saying. Like there's, she doesn't actually say anything in the anime. Well, in the manga, she's telling Subaru that she loves him. Whoa, really? Yeah. Interesting. Definitely, I would definitely say interesting because you're like, all right, what's going on here? Uh-huh. You get more background about uh, Wilhelm. He is the third son in the line of nobility in his land, uh, basically because, you know, he's the third son and the youngest son. They don't expect anything from him because he's not going to do anything. Like, he's not going to get anything. For the most part. I mean, unless he kills his two older brothers. But even... Well, he would get killed at that point for treason, so that sure. wouldn't... Um, so they they just never expected anything from him. He joined the Knights at 14, and he met uh, Therese when he was 17. And so he had been a knight for three years, and at that point he had been known as the Sword Devil. Basically just killing mercilessly Mm. for three years you get more background so there was a war between demi-humans and humans wilhelm's land was attacked basically destroyed wilhelm ran back was attempting to fight all of the demi-humans and tired out and that is the first time that wilhelm saw Therese as the, uh, they call it a sword saint, but the the master sword user. Is that what it is? Yeah. Master swordsman. Yeah. So that is the first time he saw uh, Therese be who she was at that time. You find out that uh, Betacuse is 400 years old. Mm. When it comes to the manga, it's kind of 
confusing if you're trying to pay attention because it's not like chapter 86. It's chapter 3, which is called The Truth of Zero, but it's volume 10 of the books. So once once you read through volume 10, that is when season 1 ends. And volume 10, it's chapter 55, or excuse me, chapter 50 of the third chapter in the series. Like I said, super confusing, a lot of chapters. Okay. There, there was a lot. But volume 10, which is this 10th book of the manga series. So yeah, there's, uh, that's everything. That is a, that's a lot. There was a lot to the manga. It was really good. I can't wait to continue ReZero. I'm going to be starting season two tonight when I go. <laughs> Lance, you want to, any, anything else you want to talk about? No, that's pretty much it. And I think that's going to conclude today's episode. So once again, today's episode has been brought to you by The Anime Show. Make sure to go follow them. Uh, go to our description because we have a link to their Facebook page. So go follow them. Go get some anime content that you can stay up to date with on anything that comes in the future, like the spring season that's coming up soon. And make sure to check out our affiliate link, Right Stuff Anime, if you're interested in purchasing any kind of anime merch because they got some great stuff there too. Also, if you want some more of our content, we have YouTube channels where we cover something that's current in this season and we talk to that and we cover that week to week. So follow us there as well. And please give us a rating on any kind of platform that you're currently listening to us on because that would help us tremendously. And with all that being said, we will catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening and have a good one.